the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. Uh, my two co-hosts, Mark Honth and Nam Phan, are off today. Uh, so I'm going to be doing it solo, but I do have a special guest coming on. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. And that certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And each certificate is worth over $100. So that's a nice little trivia contest there. Uh, Today's trivia theme is miscellaneous trivia. Now, today's guest is Tom Wong to discuss various topics such as a proposed federal tax holiday and whether banks will lend money for a home if you have student loans, which is very uh, apropos to talk about now because of the fact that the uh, federal government's been talking about uh, lessening or uh, doing some uh, forgiveness of student loans. Uh, So I thought that was very interesting. Tom, welcome to the Best of Investing. How are you? Hi, thank you. Thank you, Edward, for having me on your show. You're very welcome. So uh, describe, first of all, describe what you anticipate a tax holiday bill to look like. So my idea of the tax holiday bill is a no federal income tax for one year for anyone earning up to $250,000 or any business revenue up to $3 million. So you earn it, you keep it, you don't pay into it and wait for it to come back. And this will benefit people from age 99, age 14 to 99, or uh, regardless of your political party stance, regardless of your age, uh, your immigration status, this will help every American to help pay for the high fuel cost, food cost, pay down credit, help business expand, buy more inventory, and uh, hire more people. Okay, so if I'm the federal government, and I say that there, and I, and it looks like Mark Honf is going to be joining us. So that's good. But we'll uh, we'll just continue on while while Mark joins us here. So Mark, hey, sorry, uh, hey, that's okay. Perfect timing. <laughs> so we just introduced uh, Tom Wong. We we started the show a couple of minutes ago. Tom's going to be talking about various topics such as federal tax holiday uh, proposal and whether banks will lend uh, money for a home if you have student loans. And I asked uh, Tom the first question about you know describe a tax holiday bill. And uh, the first thing he mentioned was uh, you know. No income taxes uh, for under what two hundred fifty thousand, I think you said for individual yeah. and three million for business. So the question I have is, like, how would the federal government, you know, would they, would they do just print money for the next year if they don't collect taxes? 
<laughs> no. Well, how, would that, how would they run the government? <laughs> they can still run the government. So the impact to the federal government uh, total all, total overall income is very minimal. It's somewhere between 10 and 15 percent. So it's very minimal, and it's only for one year. So, uh, in perspective, you know, we, we uh, it is very small. And by year two, when we spur the economy, because we're not, we have more money to spend to. Uh, reinvest back into the economy sure. and to have more people work, you know, like overtime and to get used to working. We actually spur the economy, which actually increases the federal tax income tax. Well, wait, are you saying that the federal government is not very efficient at spending money? <laughs> they are not. <laughs> they are not. Okay. I just want to make sure I understood that part of it. Okay. Um, I'm actually come up with this idea. This is a great idea. Yeah. Well, I want to protect uh, the middle class and the working class people. We, you know, the, everybody's complaining about high town cost of everything. You know, I'm a small business. I, I pay taxes like there's there's no tomorrow. I pay state, federal, local permits. Uh, I uh, wow. just, all these taxes. Now I'm drowning in taxes, and we always talked about what, how great it will be if we don't have to pay all these taxes. Yeah, well, I'm putting it to the test. Well, and certainly in California, you know, we've, we've, as you know, we've, we've got a, a surplus and there's always yeah. ways that that can be spent. And more often than not, when you look back on history, when California has had those rare surpluses, it always hasn't been used uh, in a way that I think really benefits uh, the people who actually pay those taxes. And so I think this is a, this is a great opportunity um, to recognize how expensive it is to live in California. And I, and I appreciate that. You know, you've chosen some numbers that represent really what it takes to have a middle class lifestyle uh, in, in this state. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe nationwide, those types of numbers, you know, making $250,000 a year might might put you in the top 1% of your neighborhood. But certainly not uh, not in California and certainly not in, in major markets like uh, uh, Los Angeles or, or uh, the, the San Francisco Bay Area. Uh, correct. Uh, so we chose the $250,000 because we want everybody to benefit from it. And some people just benefit more from it. Gotcha. Um, and who does there anybody else who supports this bill? And has a uh, tax holiday ever been done before? Uh, nobody, everybody has touched a little bit on the tax holiday, but nobody's really uh, given much thought than just bullet points. Uh, I'm the only one that's really uh, given uh, quite in-depth uh, thought into making this happen. Well, well, I, you know, I had this idea that, you know, you've heard uh, like May 19th or something is, you know, tax freedom day or something. Basically it's like you work for the first five and a half months. And then after that, everything you earn after that has already been, you know, paid the tax on. So I thought, well, why don't I just not work and, and start working May 20th? But it doesn't <laughs> work that way. Does it? <laughs> no. No. Oh, um, and then, uh, uh, you know, who else is, uh, I mean, so this has never been done before, but like, I know you can get a lot of people who are, you know, making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year to, to support this. Uh, but I can just imagine all the uh, uh, federal government people saying, yeah, no, we don't, we, we don't want that. <laughs> of course, they, they want more money from us. But the, the closest to not paying taxes, what the other was that? 1776, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. That's basically the closest we've ever been to not paying any taxes. 
Yeah, and I can just see that I, I don't know why the federal government would allow this. It's you know more of us sort of demanding it uh, per se. Tell you what, we're going to go to our uh, first uh, trivia question here. Uh, it is, what is permanently frozen subsoil called? There's a certain name for it. Okay, you've heard the name. What is permanently frozen subsoil called? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate, again, which is worth over $100. And when we come back, we're going to continue on with uh, Tom Wong, who's going to talk about a federal tax holiday proposal, uh, as well as a student loan uh, debt and how you can buy a home, because it's going to be looked at very uh, carefully. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my co-host, Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money, who finally joined us after two minutes of non joy That's okay. All right, here's our first trivia question. Uh, what is permanently frozen subsoil called? What's the, what's the name of that? I bet Tom knows. Is it permafrost? Um, permafrost. Very good. That is the name. Yeah. The, the next two uh, questions are actually probably a little easier. So, Tom, uh, in the first segment, we were talking about a potential tax holiday uh, bill uh, where if you make under 250000 uh, basically you don't pay income taxes for the year. Um, what, uh, you know, would this cause inflation? Uh, no. So inflation is when there's more money chasing a fixed amount of goods and services. The tax holiday will accelerate business production of goods and services. Increasing supplies should meet the increase in consumer and business demands. You know, therefore, the tax holiday should not cause inflation. Okay. Mm. Um, and, and what happens with uh, you know, programs that are normally funded by the federal by federal income taxes? What would happen to those programs? Well, I would need specifics on which uh, programs and. Uh, and what their requirements well, are. I, I, like Social Security, I, I think, is taken just from the general fund, right? It's, it, there's not any specific, you know, Social Security is, is because they're always stealing fund, fund, right? Yeah, they're always, they're always uh, stealing from Social Security funds. So, um, you know, how, how would that affect Social Security recipients? Well, it, it will not. Social Security, it's, it's a separate uh, funding in itself. It, it does come from general fund to to pay back what we borrow from it, but uh, yeah. that's not touched. You know, no, I have to worry about your social security. Do you have, Tom, do you have an estimate for how much this might mean in terms of, of tax revenues? And where I'm going with this is that, um, you know, when you read about who really pays and foots the, the federal tax yeah. revenues, it's, it's really people making uh, quite a bit more money. Uh, the, those above uh, a million, I think those uh, with incomes above a million dollars pay like a significant percentage. I mean, Edward, I think you were telling me the other day you would come across um, uh, some statistics. I don't know if you remember those right now, but I mean, this isn't like, you know, 95% of tax revenues paid by, you know, by, by the wealthy. And so do, do you have a, an idea of how much this might impact uh, a percentage collection of revenues, Tom? 
Uh, for the lost, it's only about 10 to 15 percent for the one year. Um, okay. that's, yeah. So it's, it's uh, very. What about dollars? What is that? You say 10 to 15 percent, but what does that equate to in dollars, you think? Uh, I don't have that number in front of me. Uh, okay. You estimate about a 10 to 15 percent hit, which, um, but again, I think what, what uh, a lot of people fail to realize is that the idea for um, tax incentives is to incentivize activity, hiring, <laughs> expanding your business. Um, the idea is that, uh, and I know that's not popular to say, you know, trickle down, uh, which I think Reagan uh, was one that kind of brought that, that, uh, that idea in the forefront that a lot of people have said it's been disproven, but I don't necessarily agree with that. I well, absolutely I agree, with that agree that, that uh, wealth does trickle down from the top. Uh, and I think that's been proven time and time again. So, so it, it, is your, is your thought that this would be a net revenue, uh, uh, net revenue neutral, or maybe even a positive, uh, if the people are given the opportunity to, to spend the money they earned rather than write a check to uncle Sam. Uh, I, I would believe it will be a positive when people have more money, they will spend it and they will spend it on, things that will make them happy, which spurs the economy. Yeah. Yeah. And when you spend money, you, you pay sales taxes, you put more money into the economy. Uh, Even if you go on a vacation, the people that own the hotels, uh, the restaurants, all of that stuff. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's really, it's your money. You have the right to spend it. And when we spend as consumers, the economy benefits. Uh, When we write checks to uncle Sam, for money, I, I'm not sure how much the economy really benefits because I think so much waste is happening in government that uh, yeah. uh, I, I think the consumer is much better equipped to put that money into circulation and to create that multiplier effect that can be as high as 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 twenty dollars for every one dollar spent. You know, I, th- I think it, it a lot of it comes down to unfortunately politics. It's not politically correct or popular to lower taxes from the standpoint of, you know, oh, you're just giving the rich people a break. And I I still remember this vividly, hearing there was some Democratic senator who basically had said, I don't care if it destroys the economy as long as the rich pay taxes. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's just terrible. I mean, I'd rather see, uh, you know, a 1% income tax. But because, like you said, Tom, everybody ha- makes so much more money, the government will actually make more than they would if income taxes are 10, 15, 20%. I mean, maybe not 1%, but, you know, if you lower the tax rate, you, the government would probably do a lot better. Yes, I agree. Okay. I, I, but again, have, I have you thought about how, how people might uh, try to game this if they got that one-year moratorium? And you, do, do you, have you thought about how they might want to, you know, bunch up their income, so to speak? That's, uh, yeah. Recognize income in a certain year? Do you, sure. Uh, is that an issue you think might, might come see up? see that. Um, They'll actually be gaming themselves. They'll try to cheat themselves <laughs> because it's their money. <laughs> no, but if I if I were to let's say I'm making a hundred and fifty thousand a year, if I can get my employer to advance me the next ninety thousand, you know, then I could get that tax holiday and then next year not pay. You know, I mean, but yeah, you you kind of game it. There's always going to be game. System. But then you have more money to spend. There you go. That's right. Yeah. You have more money to spend. Oh, no, no, I know. I, I know. No, 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 no. It's good. It, it, I mean, that, that's the trick that people would try to play is to, like Mark says, bunch up your income. Just don't let it go over 250. Yeah. So um, 
what uh, what would be the process for getting this bill passed, and and, and what could I do to support it? Uh, first, the most important thing is to vote for me in a June seventh primary, okay. and then and then <laughs> vote for me again in the November election. You know, second, follow me. Follow my bill. I will be crafting that bill first day in office. I'll be crafting that bill and. Uh, follow the bill. Make sure there's no additional special interest uh, added in there. And uh, from there, it goes off to get voted. Call. The third step is to call and email all the congressmen and let them know that you want this bill to pass. We need at least 50,000 emails and calls to each and every congressman and let them know that you want this bill. You want a tax holiday. So this is proposed on the federal and state level or just federal level? On the federal level. On the federal level. Okay. I'd like to vote for this every year, please. <laughs> we got starting baby steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, I tell you what, guys, we got to get to her. So it goes fast. Let's give her a second commercial break here. Um, in what state would you find the Black Rock Desert? In what state would you find the Black Rock Desert? All right. Four one four five eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. When we come back, we've got a few more questions to ask Tom. Then we want to move over to Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money. Let us know what's going on. There's just you guys are just exploding in good growth. Business um, is brisk. Is booming. Yes. yes. All right. Um, again, one more time, we're going to ask this question: In what state of the United States? would you find the Black Rock Desert? And uh, if you don't know, if I mention uh, a little hint, then you should definitely know it, all right? Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Edward Brown here along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money and our special guest, Tom Wong. Okay, so our second trivia question was, in what state would you find the Black Rock Desert? Who knows that? I know that one. You know? Go ahead. Arizona. No. No? No. Think oh, of South Dakota. Think of Burning Man. That's oh. where Burning Man is held in yeah. Nevada. Oh, ah, there's, a, there's yeah. a Black Rock, Black Rock section yeah. of Arizona. But anyway, all right. Okay, so Tom, um, when we're off, uh, off, off camera, off the, when we were off on a break, we were talking a little bit about student loan debt and the ability to get home loans. Can you get, get into that a little bit, please? Yeah, so when I bought my first house, um, they went through everything. They want to make sure I paid off my student loans. They want to make sure I, I'm in good standing with my student loans. They went through my financials, so they want to make sure you have enough money uh, to pay for um, things like if you if you uh, miss work for a couple of months, they want you to have contingency money. So part of um, um, the student the lending process is that you have to be in good standing with your student loans. If you default it, the banks will not loan you money because they get the the loan gets sold to FHA. And so if you're in bad standing with the federal government, that means that they're not going to loan you any money. So with the tax holiday, uh, where you have more money to pay off your student loans, 
will allow you to have a better credit score, to have a, a higher uh, uh, a loan limit with better interest rates. Hmm. Nice. So it's uh, and so getting a little bit uh, more into the real estate there. So uh, in what ways do you think this tax holiday that you're proposing uh, would impact uh, the real estate market uh, and, and of course financing as you just talked about? It will bring more buyers to the market, more available buyers, which uh, is better for both sides. Uh, the the sellers will have more more competition. The buyers will have. Uh, There'll be more buyers, more people available to buy first-time home ownership um, anywhere you know, in the country. If it's too expensive here in the Bay Area, you buy a little bit further out, but it still gives you that opportunity. Versus now, you're swimming in debt, especially in student loan. You're, you don't have that opportunity. Anytime that you can put money back into the in, into the uh, taxpayers' hands, I'm for that. Yeah. So that, that's basically what you're talking about, just giving them. And it's interesting, too, because it's not like, you know, in, in creating money where they're just like writing checks to people, you know, just create inventing money. All it's doing is just lessening the expense uh, for income taxes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So if uh, this would be um, an opt in program, in other words, uh, uh, what would be the process in, in, in your mind for taking advantage of the tax holiday opportunity? Uh, everybody will be automatically opt out. But for those who want to pay their federal income taxes, they could just opt in. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. It's a voluntary system anyway, isn't it? Go ahead. <laughs> so do you, do you, do you um, envision that employers would not need to withhold federal taxes during that time? Or would people apply for a tax refund with the IRS after the year is over? No, there's no refund. It, the, you just uncheck the box that says pay federal income tax, mm-hmm. and that's it. Uh, you don't have to pay into it and wait for it to come back. Sometimes the check's lost. You change your bank account, yeah. and you might not even get your money, or you'll forget you know, that the check came to your – or somebody could steal it from your mailbox even. Yeah, sure. So in theory, then, you wouldn't even need to file a tax return unless you're over that 250 mark that you were talking about, right? Yes. And it's not an automatic disqualifier. So if you earn over 250 or $3 million in business revenue, it's not an automatic disqualifier. You'll just start paying um, starting at 250 or at $3 million. Ah, that's, that's very important. So it's the first 250000 that's exempted. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So everybody. So when you said earlier, everybody benefits. That's exactly what you meant. Yeah, that's true. Everyone does. Even those of us in California who, you know, make more than two fifty, and yet we're still kind of in that middle class lifestyle because of the cost of everything out here. So I wonder what what would the tax rate be then? Let's say you make three hundred thousand. You know, forgetting ex- deductions and all that. So only fifty thousand in your example is taxed. What what rate would it be taxed at? What do you anticipate? Well, the, that would be about a twenty-two percent tax. So, so whatever, whatever, like the regular whatever that marginal rate is, I guess would remain the same. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if a lot of accountants will be against this for they, if they have a lot of clients who are in the two fifty below range. You know, you know. Plus, I don't know why they'd be against it. Just about anything like this uh, makes them gives them more work. So <laughs> they, they are actually for. Well, but if you if you make one fifty and you don't have to file. 
then, then, oh, then I see. theoretically they don't need the accountant. Uh, and then I don't know how many hundred fifty thousand dollar taxpayers you know use use accountants. A lot of them, I think, uh, surprisingly uh, enough, because the tax system is so complicated nowadays that yeah. uh, they they do. But uh, then you have you know whether or not you have to lay off IRS employees because yeah, there's a lot of people around the country who don't make. Well, maybe they'll answer the phone uh, sooner than eight hours <laughs> on hold. Have you tried to call them uh, in the last 12 months? You, you, you simply cannot get through. And, and I know like our CPA has had to hire staff that do nothing but just sit on hold where they call, they, they dial multiple times on multiple lines. Everybody is on hold with the IRS waiting for someone to pick up because wow. they can't, yeah, they, they, they need to have that interaction. And uh, unfortunately with, how difficult it was to retain employees and everyone working from home and not going into offices, you know, many um, state and local governmental agencies, uh, just about every one of them, you call them, you can't get a live person. And I kid you not, I I called Sonoma uh, for uh, like the tax revenue for property taxes. Right. And I kid you not, the, the automated system said, you are 1,276th in line. If you want to hold such and such, otherwise, you know, you know call us back or, or leave your phone number and, and we'll call you back. But I mean, I could, I, that's the first time I, there was ever over a thousand people ahead of me. That's crazy. So Tom, <laughs> uh, how did you come up with this idea? Well, I, I just, um, I, I'm a small business owner and uh, I pay a lot of taxes. I pay permit fees, state, federal, uh, gas tax. I own a small security company, and it's it's labor. It's all labor. It's all taxes, uh, and it just hurts me. It hurts a lot of small businesses. They're just paying all kind of fees. And, and what I like about this is is you know <laughs> certainly there are those in in the in you know the, in the Republican Party. Let's just say that would that are they're always in favor of lowering tax rates, but that's more permanent, or maybe for several years until it sets oh, yeah. out. You know the fact that this is a tax holiday, I think, would uh, give it some some interesting legs uh, and, and maybe a better opportunity to have some version of this pass, recognizing that with everything that's gone on. Uh, in the economy and for small business and how difficult it's been during COVID to make money. Um, this would yeah. be, this would be a great little shot in the arm. I know I would certainly appreciate it. All right. Now you guys got to get to our third commercial break here. Uh, what war began with the bombardment of Fort Sumter? All right. Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer wins that tanning certificate. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to the best of investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff of Pacific Private Money and our special guest, Tom Wong. Third trivia question What war began with the bombardment of Fort Sumter? I don't know that one, Tom. I don't know that one. Uh, that was actually okay. the American Civil War, Fort Sumter in South Carolina. Oh, so that's how that started. Okay. I missed that movie. You missed that movie. <laughs> I was sick that day. Uh, so, uh, Tom, if, if uh, people have more questions about this potential tax holiday, uh, how would they get a hold of you? 
uh, they can email me at uh, info at tomwong2022.com. Perfect. All right. Stay with us. Um, so, Mark, let's move on to you. Uh, Pacific Private Money. I know you guys are just extremely busy. What's going on? Well, the real estate market activity is very interesting right now. So um, this this week, uh, the Fed raised its uh, rates again, uh, 50 basis points. Now, those are short-term rates. Those don't necessarily equate to long-term rates. Long-term mortgage rates are based more on the 10-year T-bill, which is uh, that rate has been going up, uh, as we've uh, noticed, uh, for the last couple of months. Uh, mortgage rates are now in the fives, where they were in the uh, low threes to high twos at one point six months ago. Uh, and um, short-term rates, uh, which is the prime rate, that's now increasing. Um, but all of that notwithstanding, uh, the real estate market uh, and demand for for, for homes is, is still, um, I mean, we're in the spring season. I mean, we're in the spring 2022 home buying season right now in real time. So notwithstanding that the stock market last week, you know, went down quite a bit this week, it's starting to go back up again. There, there's a lot of, you know, un, unknown uh, information and uncertainty in the economy right now. Uh, but that has not uh, quelched the appetite for people who, need or want to move. And so you've got a situation which we've had now getting worse for many, many years, and that is uh, home builders have not been building enough uh, home stock in most major metros in the United States to keep pace with demand and the growth in uh, the organic growth in population. So you've got a supply and demand issue and, and notwithstanding mortgage rates going up, uh, we at Pacific Private Money have found ourselves uh, busier and busier uh, providing mostly short-term bridge loans for people looking for capital at the ready that they can use to make aggressive uh, cash-like offers uh, to compete in the real estate marketplace. Now, this this is for both consumers looking to buy up, buy down, buy in another state. Uh, that's there's a lot of demand uh, for those transactions. Millennials, first time home buyers looking to uh, uh, move out from their parents' place or to you know not be renters anymore. Um, and uh, and um, even though home prices have have gone up and now the cost of a mortgage has gone up, um, you know, the cost of rent uh, is still a hundred percent because you don't get any benefit from that. So, so there's a lot of different, uh, um, a lot of different real estate uh, buyers, whether it's for your own home or for investment property that look to companies like Pacific private money who are in the alternative and private uh, lending space, alternative to banks and, and conventional mortgage companies. And they come to us because of speed and ease and our, and our ability to make fast decisions. So um, conventional loans cannot compete with companies like us when it comes to flexibil- flexibility in decisioning and speed. That's really the two, two big things that they, you know, if you've gone to a bank lately and applied for a loan, uh, um, I mean, you know, Tom was just mentioning uh, in the last section that if you, if you're carrying student loans, the bank's going to go, wait a minute, we're going to want you to pay all those off. So there's, there's always things like that. Uh, They'll look at your credit card debt, look at all kinds of stuff. You come to a company like Pacific private money. We'll notice that, 
but that's not um, that's not the most important part of the transaction. Really, all we're looking to do is, you know, why do you need the money, um, and how are you going to pay us back? What's your exit strategy? And if they've got a strategy for uh, for getting a, a conventional or maybe a non QM uh, exit. Uh, or a long-term rental property loan if they're looking for investment property. Um, those are all uh, good exit strategies, and we know how those work. In fact, we can even help with some of those uh, in a, in, on top of providing the, the, uh, the short-term bridge loan. So, so yeah, we've been uh, – we're year over year. We may end the year up 100% uh, growth over Amazing. last year, and, the, and last year was 85% higher than the year before. So, so we've had – so 2019, 2020, 2021, and now uh, we're a third of the way through 2022 – um, it's just been uh, it's been all hands on deck. Uh, we've been hiring like crazy. Our team is now over 50 people at Pacific Private Money, and we're still hiring and filling positions. Um, and that's interesting in light of what's happening in the mortgage, the conventional mortgage industry. All you read about every week is the next company that laid off 500, 800, yeah. 1,000, 2,000 people. Uh, I won't name names because you can find those in the paper, but the, a lot of mortgage companies that were making a lot of money over the last you know, many years because of all the refinance activity are finding themselves, uh, you know, top heavy in HR and they're laying people off left and right. And so we, we're, we're, we're snapping up quality people uh, in both the production side, underwriters, processors, uh, account executives, loan agents, uh, you name it. We're, we're trying to fill, fill that bucket most likely. But um, yeah, for more information on how you might take advantage of a, uh, fast, reliable uh, bridge loan or purchase money loan if you're looking to buy a home for yourself or if you're looking for additional options for investment property, you want to go to our website. And that's uh, really simple. It's pacificprivatemoney.com, pacificprivatemoney.com. And uh, there's a whole bunch of information on there about uh, the types of loans we do. We even do ground up construction loans. We do fix and flip. We do the consumer bridge loan like we spoke about. Mm -hmm. uh, and we do commercial bridge loans as well. Last but not least, uh, if you happen to be listening and you're sitting on money that you're looking for a better yield than what the bank or your current money market account is supplying you, uh, we have been raising private capital uh, for uh, making loans uh, since 2008. Uh, and we've got over 400 investors who have invested anywhere from 50,000 to over a million in one of our funds that are paying anywhere from 6% to 10%, depending on the type of fund. So if you're looking for a place to earn uh, 6 to 10% uh, on your idle funds, or maybe it's your investment funds. Maybe you're repositioning from real estate. Maybe you're uh, uh, taking some uh, some cryptocurrency profits or NFT profits, and you want to diversify a little bit, you want to, you want to park it in some real estate debt secured funds. Uh, for more information, again, go to our website, check out our invest page at pacificprivatemoney.com. Which interestingly enough, you mentioned cryptocurrency is I understand that the IRS is focusing on that the most. Uh, well, they should because there's a lot of taxes to be had there because people are making a lot of profits uh, yeah. in that. Uh, although I think I would hope they would focus on the people making the crazy profits right now and not the little guy who's just using it to, you know, to, to help him make more money. So I would uh, I'd be more in favor of them going after the, uh, 
the newly minted uh, multi-millionaires, centimillionaires, and even billionaires out there. Those are the ones that I think can uh, can probably uh, manage to pay a little bit of their fair share. <laughs> well, especially when the company tax holiday, holiday notwithstanding. <laughs> All right. Well, audience, stay with us. Uh, when we come back, we're going to have some closing comments on the best of investing. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Humph of Pacific Private Money and our special guest, Tom Wong. Uh, no trivia question, but uh, Mark, um, uh, you know, why do people come to you for a loan? Well, they come to us for, and I mentioned this in the last segment, speed and, and flexibility. Uh, speed because we can, we can close in, in, in a few weeks uh, uh, quicker, if need be, if it's an emergency. Uh, and the flexibility is that we still make loans the old-fashioned way. Uh, if the story makes sense uh, and it's legal, uh, we, can probably, we can probably fund it. Now, now Tom asked me uh, during the break, um, you know, how... Uh, uh, what was the question, Tom, is, is, is how, how you qualify? Yeah, so let's say that I, um, I, my home right now is at 2.87% is really low. So, but I want to uh, improve my home, make it bigger. Uh, yeah. Do I, when I borrow money, am I re, uh, doing the entire loan at a higher interest rate? Um, how, how would that work? So that is actually a huge opportunity in, in the mortgage, uh, in the money industry right now. And there are many options. And the answer is no. Uh, no sane company that wants to thrive in, in a marketplace where homeowners are sitting on billions or trillions of dollars worth of home equity. It's the biggest opportunity right now that is in front of uh, us. And there are a lot of businesses that are taking advantage of this now specifically Pacific private money can lend you money in second position and oftentimes does. Uh, it's not the biggest part of our business right now, but we are working on, on getting, uh, uh, at getting better at that. Meanwhile, other companies have, and I'll name a couple of companies. For example, there's a company based in San Francisco of which I'm actually an investor in. They're called figure at figure.com. And they have an online, very fast funding, uh, as little as five days for up to $250,000. And so a lot of people are going to companies like Figure for a very fast and easy secondary financing. And the rates are as low as six and as high as 10. It depends on your credit profile, but they do not require you to pay off your first. It's a true HELOC second. Uh, unlike other uh, HELOCs, it's 100% funded at, at closing. So it's not like the ones you used to be able to take out with, say, Wells Fargo or Bank of America, where it was 250 and you could draw it out. This one is a fully drawn loan. That's one. The second one is a company called Unlock, and there are several competitors with Unlock. Those are companies where you don't take out a loan at all. It is a very interesting um, uh, equity loan where they give you a portion of the equity remaining in your home and they become essentially a joint venture partner with you, so to speak. I know that's not technically what they would call themselves. But you don't have to, you never pay them back until you sell your home 
or refinance. Yeah. So they're taking a, basically they're taking, it's a more of a, for them, it's a longer term investment in the equity. Uh, and there's an internal rate of return that they've solved for, but there's no payments for you. So that's another way that people can, without having to take out an actual second or apply for a secondary bank loan, they can, it almost feels like in some ways, like a reverse mortgage where you're, you're taking money out, you don't make a payment, but in this case, it helps you unlock uh, the equity. So those are, those are two solutions, unlock and, and figure if you're looking to pull uh, equity out of your home for, for like you said, as, as improvements. But that's going to that's gonna continue to grow in the industry um, uh, is, going, is looking at that, those trillions of dollars of, of homeowner equity and how it can yep. be readily and easily tapped. Great. Mark, give out your information one more time. Yeah, PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's PacificPrivateMoney.com. Great. All right. The guys, we're going to cut out. Here's our thoughts for the day. Did you hear about the new cryptocurrency called Decibel? It's a sound investment. Mm. And um, where where do bad rainbows go? Bad rainbows. They go to prism. But don't worry. It's only a light sentence. All right, tune in. I'm sorry, these puns are bad. My, my uh, daughter keeps saying, stop telling those dad jokes and those dad puns. <laughs> I know she loves it. All right, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.